The impact of AI in the classroom. Welcome back to Text Nation. I'm Fred Fishkin. Joining us is the founder of Silicon Valley High School, one of the largest and accredited online-only schools, David Smith. Hi, David. Hi, Fred. Great to living? meet you. Yeah. Give us some background to start with about Silicon Valley High School and how this came about. Well, I uh, come from the the, the tech uh, sector. Um, and I've been an entrepreneur. I, I worked at Apple. I formed lots of startup companies. And um, I, I, I built a business school, an online business school and law school. And then in 2013, I, um, I started working on um, with, uh, I brought together a team of uh, software engineers and teachers. And we started building a, a software driven high school. Uh, called Silicon Valley High School. So, um, yeah, we we uh, we we built the school um, using um, the courses are video based, self paced, teacher supported, and we wanted to try and you know bring all the latest Silicon Valley technology to the high school environment to make it more efficient and more effective and and uh, and actually to you know, to slash the costs and improve the quality of education. So. That's what we've been doing uh, since 2013, and things have really kind of taken off. Um, keep they keeping us very very busy. We've had over 46,000 students enroll so far, and um, and currently, like over the summer right now, we have about 25,000 students that are taking courses with us um, to either catch up or jump ahead on their credits. So. They, uh, you know, they take their courses with us online, and then they earn their credits, and then they trans. We provide them with the transcript. They transfer them back to their school. So that's what's keeping us busy right now. But then in August, we'll start to get uh, high schools that enroll their students in our courses because they adopt our curriculum. So we have, you know, students coming directly, and then students coming through other high schools. So that's a that's an interesting uh, concept. So students, and I'm sure you saw quite a bit during COVID too, but yeah. uh, the uh, students are able to go to Silicon Valley High School period and uh, take all of their courses through the, through the school if they if they choose to. Yeah, we do have uh, so. We're primarily supplemental. So the students that um, come to us are mostly taking courses at they're, they're taking their high school diploma at other schools and they come to us for supplemental courses or because their school is adopting our curriculum. But we do have some full-time diploma students that take all their courses with us. Um, so we, we, we do have we do have some of those. What are the advantages you have? I mean I'm sure you've been around long enough now that you can that you can quantify or, or measure the results. Well, well, we've built a curriculum of um, it's just, soon it'll be in the next few days, it'll be 60, uh, more than 60 courses. So we've built our own online curriculum. And one of the things we did early on was um, we integrated, we made the courses video based. So we integrate YouTube videos into the courses, which enables the students to, you know, watch the lectures um, at their own pace and rewind and replay them. And so that's um, and now 
We have AI bots that are going out, scouring YouTube, finding the best videos that we can integrate into the courses. So that's been an, an advantage. Um, and then, you know, just the fact that, you know, we've, we come across problems and we solve them primarily with software. So, um, you know, we, we have a different approach to most schools and it's enabled us to be, you know, much more effective. So, uh, and um, so, you know, we were able to offer full courses at a fraction of the cost of uh, what people have been able to do and traditional schools have been able to do in the past. And uh, the uh, costs are paid primarily by school systems or parents? Tell me about it. It depends on the, so the the, the students that are, uh, these 25,000 or so students are taking courses right now, over the summer, because the students are kind of out of school, their regular school, those are paid by the parents. It's $125 for a course and they pay it with their credit card. Um, the um, Then the students that will be enrolling for the next semester for the high schools Basically, they send us a purchase order, and then the high schools pay us for those for those uh, courses where they're adopting our curriculum. Are there programs that enable kids who ordinarily might not be able to afford to take these courses to be able to enroll? Yeah, we you know we we work with schools, and we often provide free scholarships to students um, if the um, you know when we. When they need it, uh, but generally, one hundred twenty-five dollars is it makes it affordable for you know for most for most students. We're really democratizing education, and I think the, that's the big opportunity right now with AI and the whole new wave of educational tools that are available. It enables us to bring quality education to students, you know, wherever the internet can reach and reach students that typically couldn't afford, say, a private school and things like that, but we can provide them with high quality education wherever they are. So that's, and that's the real opportunity. And that's really what kinds of drives us and what we're really interested in. When when we set out, uh, we tried, we thought, let's see if we can use software to offer courses that typically might be $700, see if we can offer them at $50. And we tried that. And then um, we found that, you know, because we're paying the teachers, we just couldn't afford to do that. So we, you know, we eventually we reached a price of $125. And that seems to be a, you know, the a sweet spot. But we are, you know, I think the opportunity here with the new wave of technology and AI capabilities is going to be to democratize education and bring it out to students uh, all over the world that otherwise wouldn't be able to uh, access it or afford it. So how are you using AI? And we'll talk about some of the ways students might be using AI. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, it, it, it's uh, it's really transformative. It's the the changes and the AI capabilities that we've that we've discovered and we've we've been working with since 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 the end of last year are really are really amazing. Um, well, firstly. We're providing AI tutors, so you know the tutor will help the student with the subject matter of the course. It's like having twenty-four by seven office hours, but because the students are taking our curriculum using our learning management system, we know who they are. We know their grade book. We know 
We know uh, the, the, the courses they're taking and the, the syllabus. So we can really personalize and customize the, the tutoring. So that's just one thing that's pretty straightforward. Um, for the teachers and the AIs, very, very helpful in uh, acting as a grading assistant. So the AI, you know, obviously we get thousands of assignments submitted on a almost a daily basis. The AI can read through the assignments, check against the, um, the rubric and uh, provide a recommended grade and recommended feedback to the student that helps the teacher with, with their grading. And we found that the AI grading is, has been very accurate and really uh, remarkable. Um, we have customer service assistance answering questions for students. Um, the student has an issue, um, the customer service assistance, uh, that's all done with AI now. Then we have AI-based activities. Uh, so the student can chat with the AI they can have a debate with the AI about a topic from the course. They can chat with historical figures. We have an AI figure I was just testing that um, you can chat with um, uh, George Washington about the, um, the Revolutionary War and what his perspectives were on that. Um, then we have um, assessment chats with AI where the AI, after the students completed a section of a course, the AI will chat with the student and basically determine how much the student has mastered the materials in the course and then assign a recommended grade that the teacher can view and the teacher can, can see and potentially accept as the grade for the student for that particular section. Um, there's more. Uh, we What we've done is um, we've built our own kind of text editor where the students write their essays and the AI is embedded in the text editor and it works with the student to help them write. So it will um, ask them for, say if they're writing an essay, ask them for the thesis statement, ask them for their outline, ask them for different sections, and then gradually works with the student to write the essay. And it, when they write a section of the essay paragraph, it will check and come back to them and give them feedback if that's an improvement or if there's typos and all those types of things. Um, and then a couple of other things. The um, Because we're doing that, we obviously we'll talk about this, I'm sure, um, academic integrity. You know, because the AI is working with the student to actually construct the essay, you know, we have a good feel for what the student's doing and we can, uh, we can train for training um, our own AI models to look at patterns and determine whether a student is um, cheating or, or not cheating. And so um, those are some of the things that uh, we're doing with, uh, with AI. Um, one very large area uh, of AI, the last one here is, it's really useful in helping us actually develop curriculum. When you're developing the curriculum, um, you know, we have to review thousands of videos um, to find the best videos and materials. We have to then map the curriculum to the standards, common core national standards, the state standards. This is a huge task, it takes you know, three teachers. Typically it could take them a year to build a, a course. Well, the AI has been very, very helpful in, in, the, in that area as well.
So these are all the areas that we're that we're working in with uh, with AI, and uh, we're going to be rolling out these features over this upcoming 2023-24 school year. Do you envision a time when the when you actually have teachers who are AI teachers? Well, yes, the the te well the AI is taking a lot of the teaching burden off the teachers. I think the key here is that you know there's a there's a teacher shortage. Um, teachers don't uh, you know that teaching is not is not been much fun for a few years now and um the teachers are burdened with grading and um all, all sorts of uh, things that ai can actually help them with so i have our view is not that we're replacing teachers teachers are very very valuable and teachers actually you know they want to teach they want to be able to work one-on-one -on -one with students and the the AI and the, the the next generation curriculum can really help the the teachers free up their time so that they can then go in and work one on one with students. So we're going to give the teachers um, with AI's helping us with this as well um, uh, some creative lesson plans. So when they get the students in the classroom, you know the teacher can then work with the students. The students learn that you now they go home they watch the videos they do their assignments things like that they come into the classroom the teacher can have creative activities that involve the class they could involve the socratic method of debate but the teachers can um can then use that classroom time much more effectively and they can focus in we give the teachers as we give all the students and everyone has their own kind of progress dashboard so the teachers can see on the progress dashboard where the students are, how far they've developed, which ones may be falling behind. And then in the classroom, they can actually go in and uh, work with those students one on one. So we see the teachers as being a very important part of this moving forward. And we think I think this can help, you know, solve the teacher shortage problem by making teaching more effective and attracting more teachers back into the profession. By doing more of the uh, tedious work for the exactly. teachers, is that the reason? Right, exactly. What if about you... the the students in here? Uh, what is the feedback you're getting from them when it comes to working so often with uh, with the AI and more or less helpers? The students, it, it's funny. Students just take to these things naturally. You know, it's the, these things might be new to us, but their their students just adopt them very naturally and quickly. So um, the students are um, just adapt to it. We we don't uh, we we haven't had you know students complaining about that the AI is not helping them. Um, but uh, yeah, so but it is amazing. The students students in a year's time, two years time, they'll just think that that you know AI-based supported education is the norm. <laughs> so who can take advantage of this? Are, are you strictly working with high school students or can yeah. adults enroll or tell, um, tell me well, how this our, works? Yeah, our courses are open to anyone. Anyone can enroll. Um, 
by far, virtually everyone that enrolls though is looking for um, a um, high school credit. So they, they're mostly students that are um, wanting to earn credits, either to jump ahead or catch up. Um, there are, um, but what we're, the other thing that we're working on, another development area. So we have our own online curriculum of courses. We're now making that available to other schools um, under a model where it looks and feels like it's the school's own website. So it's a private label online curriculum. So this is how we're going to be delivering all these capabilities to students who are attending other schools. So the schools can adopt our curriculum. Um, it looks and feels like it's a, the school's own curriculum. And then um, we're also providing them with their own um, mobile uh, apps. So the schools have, the, they'll get their own learning management system. So they get the dashboards so the, they can track the progress of their, their teachers and their students. But then they also, students and teachers will get their own mobile apps to access this. They can access this from a web browser or they can access it through the mobile app. So these are things that we're also rolling out. So this is, these are channels for us to reach students that are in uh, enrolled in other schools. And the economics of the, all of this, I assume, makes sense for the various school systems. Yes, um, the uh, yeah, it's the software is um, very you know when you're running software, it's very cost effective. So um, yeah, it, we can reduce. We actually have a section on our website where we show schools how they can save money with this approach. So um, it, it's very it's very cost effective. Um, these AI tools um, are are not the 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 uh, leader of um, the CEO of OpenAI says that the, the price tends towards zero. Um, so you know using AI is is not expensive, and so it's going to be. This is really going to help schools to reduce their um, their budgets. Any issues that you've run into or or know of uh, in these various school systems with teachers unions being opposed to this or for it or <laughs> et cetera? We haven't got there yet. We haven't got there yet. We haven't rolled these out yet. So I'm sure teachers unions are going to have an opinion. Um, it's uh, you know it's progress. Um, that that there there will be, there will be people that that don't. Uh, you know, Fred, I've been doing this since I left. Uh, since I I started my own software company in 1982, so I've been doing this a long time, and I've seen it. Um, I, I've seen software impact different industries and change them, and then, you know over time. And we always have the same kind of pattern. At the beginning, there are always people that are resistant. And then over time, after a while, you know, it just becomes the norm. So we will experience that. The education market is particularly large, particularly traditional, um, but it is it is ripe. It, it, there will be some massive changes in the education market in the, in the next few years, resulting from these new technologies. And... Um, and the teacher shortage and the budget shortages and all those things and and so that and I'm sure that uh, the unions will have their own opinions and their own uh, things to say about it, but we we haven't really heard anything about that yet. 
And another issue that, that may arise or maybe already has <laughs> arisen are the differences around the country in different states. What is acceptable to teach and what isn't? I don't know how you grapple with the, the, the issues we're seeing there around the country. Um, yeah, it's interesting. The U.S. is uh, education is state law. It's not uh, federal law. So every state has its own state education department and they operate differently. They can have totally different rules, regulations, standards, and so on. Obviously, many states have um, have aligned behind the common core standards for math and English. But working with the states is a little bit of a minefield. There's so many different uh, rules and regulations that you have to uh, comply with. That's why we were offering them online curriculum is much easier. They can adopt a curriculum much easier than uh, approving a, a, a course. Um, but um, but generally, uh, the situation you know it, it, the gen situation is generally similar in in different states. I mean, you have some rules in some states that uh, that say that you know basically driven by the teachers' unions. I think that you know online courses um, have to be taught by teachers from that state if they're going to be accepted in that state. So we have those types of situations that um, that we're dealing with. Um, but um, it's uh, so, yeah, it's a complex, uh, complex area. But by I, and I large, think I was referring as well to the subject materials, you know, the way how certain aspects of history are taught, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Well, yeah, we've um, we've developed our history courses and our American government courses and all our courses. Um, according to national standards, and then we've seen them adopted across the U.S., and they're widely adopted in these. So we get, you know, maps of where our customers are appearing, and students are popping up, and schools are popping up, and they're across this, the United States. And I think, you know, in even in states where you would think that there may be some rules, you know blocking certain types of education you know i think the schools and the school districts have a strong say in in any state um in some states the state just defers to the school districts um but um in most in other states the schools and the school districts kind of do what they want to do for in many cases and we've and, we, and we've seen widespread adoption of our courses across the states and <clears throat> resistance actually well, just a terrific. For more information, where can people go? Um, so Silicon Valley High School, our, our website is svhs.co. And um, that everything will be right there. No football team, though, huh? <laughs> no football team. No, but, you know, we do get lots of, um, we're approved by the NCAA, so we get lots of uh, these student athletes. So some, you know, leading student athletes that uh, are, they want to study online because it's more convenient for them um, when they're with all their schedules. So we do get some of those, you know, those quite a few of those athletes, but we don't have our own football team. Or We're just focused purely on education. Terrific. David Smith, thank you right. so much for spending time with us. All right. Well, thanks very much, Fred. <laughs>